Hey, welcome everybody to podcast number two. Today, we're going to be looking at how to focus, managing your energy, not your time. Tim, why is this important? Okay, uh, let's start with some statistics. Uh, so uh, how many hours of media a day does the average adult consume, Matt? Four. Up a bit? Five. <laughs> Double it? Double. And you're not even, you're not even there, right? Wow. 13.5 hours a day of media we consume. So that's... 2020 statistics from Forbes.com, who researched this pretty extensively. And uh, yeah, they found out the average adult now is consuming 13 and a half hours of media a day. That's not just newspapers. That's not just how you think of media. I mean, it's really blossomed since 2011. I'm holding up my, my phone now for those of you in the audio podcast. And you know, this has been the biggest reason is that uh, since 2011, when the iPhone and the internet really started to kind of get momentum with usage. Uh, the whole information overload culture has just exploded mm. and become a real issue. So yeah, 13 and a half hours a day. And you, you don't really need to have too much imagination to just figure out how that's impacting our mental focus. Mm. You can just see the person in the street. You can just see people with kids. You can just see how at tables, it's just getting in the way. And it's not just the phone. It's just the gravity of information overload is really impacting our ability to focus on what's important because mm. we're far too driven by people's demands on us, uh, mm. requests on us. Mm. So that's really, you know, the, the problem uh, and how that kind of manifests itself at work is that we're basically chasing our tail with demands above us, beneath us and all around us. So mm. we need to learn how to focus. Mm. Tim, I got to say, I can relate completely to what you're saying. And I'm, I'm just thinking about the last time I went out for a meal with my wife and I was looking around at loads of couples not talking on their phones. Yeah. And then I realized there was a couple of moments where we were doing that as well. We kind of got distracted by things, demands on our attention and we disconnected from each other and, and that, that wasn't even work related. That was an important relationship, but I know in work, I can relate completely that it's, it's equally a challenge. Hmm. Well, I know next podcast, you can be looking at distractions, how we manage them, but you know, the, the problem is there's just too many demands on our time. Hmm. And so having the ability to kind of think about how we use our time strategically is really important. And so that's why, you know, you know this, but that's why we've chosen in the book to begin with focus. Because unless you focus on important stuff, you're not going to get important stuff done. Mm -hmm. And important stuff isn't just the demands on you. The important stuff is what's your agenda? Mm -hmm. you know, what are you wanting to get done? You now, mm -hmm. what's, what's important in your world rather than other people's definitions of what's important for you? That's why how to focus is really critical with how you feel about yourself and how you feel about you know, your life generally. I'll tell you what's striking me, Tim, as you're talking is I'm, I'm currently leading a program for one of the world's 10 largest um, pharmaceutical companies for um, a leadership program. And this, what you're describing, is probably the number one issue that those leaders are facing, are, are wrestling with and struggling with. Hmm. Yeah, 
Exactly. I mean, what we do know is that statistically, the demands on employees and particularly managers has increased significantly in the last three or four years, particularly with COVID. We know statistically that's a big, big problem. And if you think about the demands increasing, then the distractions are increasing too. So just your ability to, I call it strategic selfishness, uh, Mm. the ability to be selfish Because again, if you focus on what's important to you, you will be better, you will be happier, Mm. you'll be able to give more too, because you'll have more energy. So that's the thinking behind why it's important to focus. And what what I like to kind of uh, uh, contextualize it as is, don't focus on your time, focus on your energy. Because if you focus on where you want your energy to go, time will follow. So that's why when it comes to our approach, focus on your energy and your time allocation will follow. Tell us about the approach and how people, leaders, can navigate this problem. Yeah, well, I, I call it strategically selfish, but basically it falls into sort of four categories of how we look at managing your time. So we all need to problem solve, right? That's just really important. So where are you problem solving? And, and again, you know, how much time are you spending problem solving? And notice what energy you've got when you look at the problem solving list you've got. That's important to do because you can't really get away. If you don't attend to problems, you know, you're going to have crisis. So you need to have a certain amount of time problem solving. However, the biggest, uh, the biggest problem we have is we forget to focus on the really important stuff, which is what we call the leadership box, the box of mastery, which is how are you focusing on stuff that's really strategically important to you? Now, it's not just business stuff. It's personal stuff too. Are you attending to your health? Are you attending to your relationships? Are you attending to you know, your beliefs? Are you attending to kind of how you spend uh, your downtime? As well as are you kind of focusing on your career? Are you focusing on you know, other strategically important stuff too? So it's really, really important to kind of get strategically selfish. And when we get busy, what we do know, we drop out on ourselves. That's the easiest thing to do is to service other people's demands and drop out on ourselves. So that's why Focusing your energy on you know, how do I want to create my own leadership within myself, how I run my life, that gives you so much energy. Mm-hmm. So box two, focus on your leadership or mastery. Box three, and this is the really nasty box, is derailers, right? The distractions we have. What's pulling you away from focusing on box one and box two? And what we do know is that people who are overwhelmed fall into box three really really quickly and their energy goes it saps away and this is the problem when it comes to kind of derailers is they're so subtle i mean everything you heard a message bing on my on my phone a few moments ago right that's somebody trying to get my attention because i stupidly haven't haven't switched my phone off but again i looked at it right and i'm on a podcast so imagine if you know i'm not on a podcast imagine if i'm actually in a meeting or maybe i'm on my own and i'm getting these messages unless you've got a really really firm strategy to say no, to push back, to Mm. delegate, to reduce that box, you're going to find your energy is just going to sap and you're going to feel Mm. really demotivated. So that's Mm. box three. Box four is the escape box. We all need to have a bit of escape. It's Mm. really important for us to kind of at least have some neutral downtime, right? But again, too much of that, we can get a little bit lost, but we do need a bit of that too. So Look at how you manage your energy in those four boxes is a very good audit of how you feel about your motivation and your obligations too. So that's why we say focus on your energy. Where does your energy want to go? Focus more on the leadership stuff because you'll get more motivated. You'll get more empowered. You'll feel your energy rising. And then you'll allocate your time 
accordingly. So that's our approach when it comes to how we do that. Mm. Sounds really interesting, Tim. And um, what, what kind of strikes me from what you were saying, particularly when you were talking about the, the box of activity that you described as self-mastery and leadership, and I kind of get why, because without self-mastery, you never spend any time there. But what strikes me about that box is, do you actually know what is really important to you? Because if you don't, yeah. you're potentially just at other people's beck and call, which I know you've been talking about throughout this podcast. Yeah, and this is a really, really good point, because unless you're spending some time thinking about this, reflecting on what's important to you, understanding what motivates you, understanding on where you mm. want to go, and more importantly, why you want to go there, mm. unless you spend a bit of time thinking about that, you're going to have other people's definitions of that. Mm. Right? And that's why it's important to spend a bit of time thinking about that. And again, we explore that in the book in another chapter called Meaning which, you know, you'll hear on another podcast, but, you know, we're kind of hoping that most of the people who we've written this book for have at least a core idea of what's important to them. Yeah. Of course, they want to be successful probably at work, right? They also mm. probably want to have a, a home life that's pretty meaningful for them. So they're going to want to spend time with that. They probably also want to look after themselves a little bit too when it comes to mm. well-being. So at least there's three areas there and, and building relationships, that's four. So at least you've got four to go with, right? Yeah. But again, spending some reflective time on what gives you meaning will help on that too. But it is really, really important to, you know, we think at least do this, we would say four times a year at least. Mm. And again, in most organizations, you review typically four times a year, right? So that's a pretty good time to do it around your mm. review. And mm. uh, you know what we know is that works. Mm. It's really interesting. I, I took a day and a half out uh, leading into the summer to do kind of exactly what you're describing. And it, it led me to make some shifts in priorities, which, uh, which I'm, I'm now feeling the benefit of. Tim, I know that there was some research on the BBC website today that, that uh, you were talking about earlier that relates to this topic. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah, it's, it, it's, there's a lot of sort of stuff about burnout now. And what uh, the BBC has identified is that millennial managers, so the, the age group of millennials uh, in management positions are particularly suffering from burnout. And they're particularly suffering from this, this information overload and this lack of focus too. So this is causing a major problem in why millennial managers in particular, and those are the people we, you know, we pretty much written the book for, why they're struggling. They've identified focus and overwhelm as being one of the main drivers of that too much, basically, and too little mm. focus, too much overwhelm, too little focus. Mm. Tim, as we start to draw this web, this podcast to a close, is there any final advice or reflections that you have and that you would offer to people? Yeah, well, I was thinking about, I mean, I don't always want to say, right, read the book, go to the book. I think it's useful for us to share that book. But I think if you know, if you haven't got the book, go and speak to some friends. Go and, go and speak to friends or colleagues you know well, your trusted colleagues, and just say, how do you think I'm using my time? Get mm. some input from other people. Because mm. people will often, if you ask a question that's pretty powerful, they'll give you an honest answer. It's mm. quite interesting to get other people's opinions, mm. whether it be a colleague or a partner, about how you use your time. So if nothing else, do that. Mm. I think that'll be a really useful auditing tool. But then, of course, there's going to be help we can offer through either the book or podcasts uh, where we can, you know, we can at least guide you in the right direction too. Mm. Do you know what's I, I find fascinating what you've just said is I've literally, before this podcast, was on a call with somebody who asked me that question. 
what did you say? <laughs> I said to him, I said, if we if if we use the metaphor of a bee pollinating flowers, I think you're pollinating way too many flowers. Oh wow. Yeah. And he said, You're right. I am. Yeah. He was acknowledging that he needed to focus more. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to do too much, focusing mm-hmm. on too many things. And he, I mean, his his words were, My life is frenetic. Yeah. And again, it's it's a it's an easy trap for ambitious driven people to fall into, you know, to actually just have too many things to focus on. because uh, they're all important, right? No, you know, there's there's wiser people than ours who said just focus on a few things rather than many things and again it's true today as ever was just choose the top three if nothing else what's the most important thing to focus on Uh, and and then give those a good go tim thank you for sharing your thoughts with us it's been really interesting folks thank you for listening and just to say our next podcast is going to dive into this in a bit more detail and look in particular How do you get some of that serious, difficult work done in the context that Tim's just shared with us, where often there's so many competing demands, and we're going to offer you some some guidance on how to do that. Yeah, thanks everyone. Yeah, thanks everybody. See you soon. Bye bye.